James Joyce's Ulysses is a work celebrated for its nuanced yet scorching interactions with religion, yet it appears that the critical voice of the Jew is painfully missing, especially on the Jesuit campus of Boston College. That silence ends now. Listen as Harold Koss discusses and reflects upon the great 20th century novel through the lens of his experiences as a Jewish American. Episode 5, Lotus Eaters. Lotus Eaters begins with Bloom thinking back to the advertisement he read about Israel and imagining the warm, sunny climate and all of its splendor. My favorite part of his daydream is when he recalls an image of a man in the Dead Sea, floating on his back, reading a book. I actually got to swim in the Dead Sea when I visited for my birthright, and this aspect of the water is completely true. Because it's so salty, the water is so dense that you can completely recline and not sink. Of course, when I went into the water, I had a blister on my foot from walking around Jerusalem, and the salt in the water went right into my open scab. It was so bad that I almost immediately had to get out of the water. Lucky for me, there was other activities to do on the waterfront. The mud that surrounds the Dead Sea is rich in minerals, and you can rub it all over your body to help exfoliate and clean your skin. Kind of similar to Bloom's trip to the bathhouse, in a way. I reflected a while on Bloom's quick reflection on his father's suicide. He first reflects on Jewish scripture in what I think is a classic Bloomism. He thinks about random names from Genesis, such as Rachel and Leah, and then says, the scene he was always talking about where the old blind Abraham recognizes the voice and puts his fingers on his face. I believe that he is mixing up Abraham with his son, Isaac. In his old age, Isaac becomes blind and infirm, and his two sons prepare to receive his blessing. Jacob, the younger son, wears animal furs on his body and pretends to be his older, hairier brother, Esau. When Jacob goes to Isaac, his father places his hands on him and, feeling the hair in which he believes is his brother's beard, gives him the greatest blessing. I find it very endearing how Bloom has these profound moments of thought, albeit wrong ones, and remembers his father supporting him either way. Every word is so deep, Leopold. I think this speaks volumes about the relationship that the two Blooms had with one another. It is also interesting to note that the Jewish conception of suicide has always been much more different than the Catholic counterpart. While the Torah does preach that suicide is forbidden, and more strictly orthodox sects of Judaism say it is sinful, non-orthodox Jews have long thought that suicide is less of a personal weakness and more of a disease or disorder. Those who commit suicide are not seen as evil, but are thought of with compassion and sorrow. This is different for the Catholics, who think that suicide is so deplorable that those who commit it are not allowed a Christian burial. I think this further informs Bloom's relationship with his father, since he is allowed by his faith to continue thinking fondly of him and mourning his loss, even though he had completed such a terrible act. When Bloom finally reaches the church, it is interesting to see how much of the Catholic Mass that he is familiar with. He knows to stand up at the Gospel, of course, and accurately describes how Catholics almost find sadistic pleasure in the act of confession. 
Even though he is Jewish, Bloom has certainly been forced to adapt and to learn the culture in which he lives. When I started going to LSU, I asked a professor if I was required to go to the mandatory masses even though I wasn't Catholic, and I remember his decadently pretentious response. The Catholic Mass is an integral part of this community. It is where all members of this community, both similar and alike and different, come together to be unified through Christ and to show our commitment to one another. So yes, you still have to go. Personally, I thought that a bingo night would be sufficient to achieve this, but apparently it's not. Thank you for listening to this episode. In the next installment, we'll embark on a morbid trip across town and through Bloom's own thoughts in Hades.